Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Integrated Interventions Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler C., and today we are talking about holiday and holiday anxiety, what it looks like for students and families to travel around the holidays, and even sometimes preparing a student and families for not being together during the holiday seasons. Joining us for today's show, Chris Garrett and Corey Kuheyana. Welcome, guys, to the show. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Tyler. Absolutely, absolutely. So let's break it down a little bit. Um, when it comes to recommendations, whether a student is ready to go on a trip or have a parent come, or and then if that's not where they are in their process, can you speak to? Can you all speak to um, how we generally um, come across that decision? Yeah, definitely. So, so we take into consideration, uh, or we always take into consideration the emotions wrapped up in the holidays. And we know that families all have different traditions. They, they all come from different walks of life. And, but almost every family that we, we work with has something around the holiday times that they're uh, wanting to do with their students, uh, whether it's send out gifts and packages to bringing them home for the holidays or whether they're going to come visit us for the holidays or take a vacation and take their student with them and what that might look like. So there's, there's a lot of, you know, a, a lot of information that we, we sift through during the holiday time when it comes to each individual student and who's ready to, to make those leaps and who's not. So, so yeah, there, there's, there's a lot that goes into that and we can definitely kind of break it down. Yeah. Um, in regards to um, an uh, individual student who maybe is newer to the program, is there a general time period? I know we have the 30 day kind of blackout um, uh, communication hold period of time. But when it comes to holidays, what does that generally look like? Yeah, usually we really before we recommend visits, especially visits home, we like to see the student engaging in the program for at least three months. Uh, oftentimes that first month is a settling in period and we don't see a lot of behaviors, um, a lot of the negative things that, that are reported, you know, prior to the student coming. So, so we like for them to, to get in, get settled, um, already have established that reliance on the program and not, not parents, uh, for support. Uh, and then, and then really looking at, are they engaging? Are they engaging in life really? Uh, which is what, what the program's based on. So, you know, oftentimes a student that's been here for that period of time, we're, we're already looking at community employment and different things that will naturally get in the way of holiday plans. Um, so, so really it's, it's taking all that into consideration, but as a general rule of thumb, we, we look at that three month mark for, for visits, whether it's family coming to visit them here or them going somewhere else. Um, sometimes we work with families to prearrange visits before the student even gets here. You know, if they can let us know what, what their plans are, a couple of months in advance, it can help us gear that student towards functioning that'll that'll make that trip successful. So, so kind of moving into the time period where a student is ready to either um, have their family come into town or they're ready to travel, um, what kind of things do we do? How, how do we prepare families and even students um, for that time period? Uh, are there specific things that you talk about or um, things that you recommend the family doesn't bring up? Yeah, I mean, definitely. So, so most of the time, what we're doing is working with the family to set up a, a successful visit, and what that generally looks like is shorter periods of time, so two to three days max, where you either have your student in town or you're meeting them somewhere else or you're visiting the program. Um, and when families come to visit the program, really, that is time that they're dedicating to spend with the student, not necessarily touring the program or talking to all the different staff. We really want them to spend that time with their student. And, and enjoy their time together. 
knowing that there's support of the program at, at all phases of that. Um, when we plan out a trip where a student's going home or going to, you know, another state, like a vacation type thing, we like to work out ahead of time with the family, you know, who do you call if there is an emergency? Um, what emergencies might pop up? Knowing your student and with our experience with the student, we can usually tell what types of things are going to set them off, uh, what types of interactions are, are likely going to end negatively, and really coach the family on not approaching those topics or subjects and, and not focusing on the program while meeting with the student. Generally, if you're, you know, if you're bringing your student home for a couple of days and the sole focus is talking to them about what they're doing in their program, that doesn't feel like a vacation to anybody. Yeah. It just feels like a continuation of treatment. Um, and, and that 90% of the time is going to go south. So, so it's coaching the family to not use that as a, as a time to plan and, and talk about program, but a time to connect with your student engage in, you know, your family traditions, the things that the students already have positive memories around and really build on that sort of thing as opposed to focusing on uh, the program or diagnosis or therapy, uh, the types of things that students get more more than enough of that while they're here. Um, and and generally, if we feel like a student isn't ready to travel and we want the family to come in town, it's, it's a similar thing. Um, and there are times too, like, you know, as we're talking about this, when when we're making a plan with a family and everybody feels like a visit is not in order um, and the student's just going to be at integrated interventions and beautiful Coeur d'Alene over the holidays, there are things that we can do with the students. And oftentimes we will get them together in small groups, um, whether it's them making a meal together, making a meal uh, sometimes out of the farm with Terry and his family. And we've even had students uh, go with a mentor on a holiday and spend time with the mentor's family. So we really try to gauge that out and make sure that the students have a, a positive experience over the holidays uh, rather than just being alone in their, their apartment. Yeah, and it seems like I'm, I'm even being on a, a parent call this last week, that seems like that's one of the biggest concerns is that um, if they can't come out and visit their student, that um, their student will just be alone in their apartment um, over the holidays, um, which, you know, to a certain degree, that sometimes that happens based on a student's choice. Um, which is, which, you know, it, it's hard to see. Um, and, and, but how do we usually handle that type of situation if a student is not wanting to engage in um, the activities that are going on? Uh, what, is that, what does that usually look like? Well, if a student's not wanting to engage in, in those activities, that's their right and choice. Mm -hmm. So we, we support the student where they are. We, we don't try to force them into a situation where, it's going to be super uncomfortable or it's going to cause a, a blowout or, or another family problem or another negative experience that they can, um, you know, chalk up to, to, to the bad experiences in their life and prolong their, their stay in treatment. So, mm -hmm. so really it's respecting the, the adult students that we have and respecting their boundaries when they're trying to set a boundary. And that can be hurtful to families and parents because they, you know, there's a lot of emotion wrapped up in the holidays and they want that person involved. Um, but if the student's not in a place to do that successfully, there's no reason to push for it, you know. And that, it, it definitely can be hurtful, and, and we feel that. Uh, at the same time, we really want to empower our students to make those decisions. Yeah, it's also really cool to see just even in, in a small town like Coeur d'Alene, some of the community um, events that some of our students who don't necessarily want to – if they don't want to be involved with the activities that are going on here or they don't want to be involved with – 
um, activities maybe that a family has planned. Um, there are so many things going on in the community, whether it's, uh, I mean, there's an entire community of people who go out and watch movies on holidays. Um, that's a that's a big thing, I mean, all over the country, really. Um, but then, too, like things like polar bear plunges and, um, you know, football games or, or sporting events in the parks or marathons in the cold or all of these things. It's always interesting to see um, students kind of connecting with different areas of the community during that holiday time. Um, when we think that they're just going to be alone, uh, they, they find, you know, a lot of students will find a way to um, be involved even more so in the community during that time, uh, which is which is always pretty interesting. But. Yeah, it's a, it's a good time for them to individuate a little bit and, like you said, explore w- what else is out there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely all those things that you talked about, they're all available here, at least in Coeur d'Alene. Um, Texas has its has its own traditions and, and their own things that they can do down there. But yeah, from a polar bear plunge, which can be, I know we've had multiple students engage in that in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had students come out and play, you know, flag football with with my family in the past over the holidays. So mm-hmm. there, there's definitely some things there that that students can engage in and, and have connections with in our community. Yeah. Do we ever try to? Um uh, it's interesting, like you spoke about with students coming in and playing flag football. Are there other like traditions that you all have in your families that uh, we we kind of? Uh, I don't know what words I'm trying to say right now. Give to the students, expose the students to. Well, it's it's kind of on an individual basis because we do have, you know, select mentors that we that we trust that will invite students into their homes. And, you know, sometimes that looks like watching a football game with them on a holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know I, I can think of one particular student in the past that went and watched the football game and had dinner with that, that family and just loved it and still talks about it to this day, you know, mm-hmm. almost a year later. So, so yeah, there's, there's definitely things that go on there and it, it's really based on the students functioning and, and the mentors we have and how willing they are to invite them into their homes. All right, folks, that is it for this episode. If you have any questions at all, feel free to reach out to us at info at integratedinterventionsllc.com. We'll talk to you next time.